Sharon struggling with seeing Adam again for the first time. Yes, we've heard that he's back. We have not seen the man. We are teased with maybe seeing the man again, but he's back. Sharon is waiting anxiously to see him. Yes, stay tuned for this week's Restless Wrap. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. We have been waiting. Adam, yes, he's officially back. We learned about it. We have been predicting this. I am cheering internally. Well, no, not just internally. As you can kind of hear, I'm kind of cheering out loud, too. My name is Rachel Goodman. We are here today to discuss this week's Restless Rap. And joining us this week is our new host, Farah. I'm Farah Nazbashared. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you for having me join you. Absolutely. It is great to have you on the show. Thanks. Before we dive in, I just wanted to ask you, what's your experience with YNR? And tell us, tell us about that and tell us what drew you to the show. Oh, goodness. Um, so I've been watching YNR for over two decades. Decades, wow. Giving away my age a little bit. Um, I moved to America at three years old from Iran. I'm Persian. Um, and in addition to watching Sesame Street, <laughs> my parents thought it would be a good idea to watch The Young and the Restless and other soap operas. And while I did... It helped me learn English. Wow. So that's it was one of the first TV shows that I watched that really enabled me to learn the language. That is. And I still watch it every day with my mom. We DVR it and come home and watch it and talk about it. So, so you such speak, a big fan. You speak Jack and Victor then. Oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Fluently. Cool. Well, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to the chat for being here and then we're going to dive in. So, thank you to, uh, we've got a lot of people here. So, thank you guys as always. We've got Hubby Joe, Brittany Duran, Kenneth Clark, Rainy J. Um, and Kenneth asked me to call him Ken, so I will say Ken. Um, Mary, I think we mentioned Todd Beaton. Melanie Moffat is here. And um, Kimmy Sylvester. So thank you guys. We are going to do things a little differently here. In between topics, I will be checking in. So keep your comments coming in the chat. I will read them in between the topics. Um, But now the other thing I want to do that we always do at the beginning of the show is I'm going to read your comments from last week to give you guys a shout out. Um, Kenneth, a.k.a. Ken, says... Um, guys, do you have a favorite Genoa City mama? That's another question if you guys want to answer in honor of Mother's Day today. He says, mine is Nikki. Um, and we had Rainy J saying, mine would be Nikki. Always there for Nikki and Victoria. Love her grandchildren. Um, and yeah, so in honor of Mother's Day, who, Mother's Day, not days, uh, who's your favorite mother on the show? You know, definitely Nikki is top on the list. But Catherine Chancellor, God rest her soul. Yeah. I remember her being just so maternal and just so nurturing. And we got to see her a little bit on Monday's episode where they did the memorial to um, Christoph St. John. Right. Yeah. But, wow. I would have to agree with you, even though... She was so awesome. Yeah. She, you know, rest in peace. (laughs) Definitely one of the best. She was amazing. Yeah. Um, We also have some comments Amy from Amy Williamson. Um, She gave a couple... I'm having an issue with new Adam. Although he hasn't had any airtime yet, I've seen his headshot. He looks like he could be an older brother, but not by much of faith. And I Googled um, the guy who's going to be playing the new Adam. Mm -hmm. We have not seen him yet, Mm -mm. obviously. He's my age. Born the same year. And I'm thinking, okay, like, there's no way... 
I, okay, I'm 31, so... I'm 31. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not impossible, but I just assumed that Nick... Nick is not in his 30s. No, no. he's and not. Nick's I think he's close 30s. to 50 now. Yeah. yeah, so if Nick's not in his 30s, Adam shouldn't be in his 30s. <laughs> At least not... Yeah, but the actor is literally playing... Like, he is literally... I mean, I know it's all about, like, look and how old you yeah. play, but he does not look like... He, he doesn't look like he's that much older than me. So. That's weird that casting would... Pick somebody pick that someone young. That's so young. I think when they had Justin Hartley playing Adam, I think oh, he, he was, was perfect. Late, yeah, and I think he was late thirties, but mm-hmm. that was what ten years ago that he was on, maybe yeah. less than. But yeah, and the storyline always made them made um, Adam and Nick seem like they were very close in age. Yeah. So yeah, that does seem a little off. Yeah, yeah. So that's I agree with Amy on that. He does look a little too young. Um, Amy also says, "Isn't it funny how Lola didn't want expensive presents?" acts so pure, but sleeps with a married man. <laughs> that brings up the so irony. much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like, just to comment on that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At like Lola, she just like I feel like she's kind of like Ray in that like she's very self righteous mm-hmm. and I feel like she also tries to cause drama too. So in a way, you think so? I do, I do because I don't know. I still see her as this innocent virgin, although she's not a virgin no. anymore. <laughs> <But>. R.I.P. <Yeah, laughs> <I know. laughs> but no, I mean, I I feel like like back before everything was summer and there were, back before the kidney operation, um, it was just. I feel like she would pick fights or like make little things mm-hmm. like him giving her a five thousand dollar purse. Like she could I get her being upset about it mm. if that's not what she wants, but she broke up with him over it. Who does <laughs> like, that? Yeah, like that's just crazy. I'll take a five thousand dollar purse any <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. And even if she felt uncomfortable <laughs> with it, she could have said, Okay, hey, just don't do this in the future. This is very uncomfortable Communication. for me. Communication. Yeah, right? yeah, don't not, break up a relationship not, <laughs> over a five thousand dollar purse. Yeah. Not like, oh, you bought me a purse. <laughs> it's designer. How could you? How could you? I can't deal with this relationship anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. No, Lola. No. This is not how it works. I agree. Um, and then we have a couple more comments, and then we'll dive in. Um, Cynthia Chain, thank you, Young and the Restless, for a proper memorial and send-off. Uh, to the longtime character Neil Winters, Christoph St. John, I have watched this show almost from the beginning, and I was not happy with the very short tribute that aired before. I was so unhappy that I really did consider not watching anymore. This show has a huge African-American audience, and the Winters family is important, and how they're portrayed has always meant a lot to the African-American community. Thank you. Um, that's very poignant, so thank you, Cynthia, for sharing that. I agree with you. Um, Kevin Harris, it wasn't acting. There, this is all about last week's episode mm. with Memorial. Mm. Um, it wasn't acting. It was raw emotion from the cast. Um, and then we have Judy. I've saved all the episodes of the tribute. What a loss. He will be missed. Amanda uh, fails. It helped. Um, it will help all of them to move forward with the Memorial. Nikisha Jones, great review, Rachel. This week was very emotional, but I'm glad and very happy with the way the episodes were presented. But his bumpers and just all of the cast members, the eulogies and everything, rest in peace, Christoph St. John. And then we've got one more here. 
Eldora Batty says, I'm still crying because he meant and grew so much within me watching the stories for so long. With so many years, he meant a lot. Young and the Restless means the world to me. And I guess before um, we dive in here, they um, that memorial they did on Monday, I um, we they had done that memorial episode in the show for the character, but then on Monday they really paid um, a very... Um, uh, a very beautiful tribute to um, Christoph St. John to the point where they, they kind of like he had interviews, like recent interviews that they were able to use. And I love how they kind of wove that in yeah. with people who actually knew him mm-hmm. talking about him. It when um, when his um, when we had everyone there, like they it did not feel like he had. It wasn't like people that were on set with him for work. I felt like I was watching his family giving um, a memorial service to him. And that says a lot to a person when all these people love you that much and they, you know, you can you could just feel how sad they were. And I feel sad, too, because he just seems like such a genuine person. Oh, my God. I remember yeah. when I saw the TMZ article that he had passed. It was just yeah. so heart-wrenching. Yeah. Because you know that for the longest time he's truly been dealing with these demons yeah. um, from having lost his son. And so it just really grasps at your heart. Yeah. And, um, getting a little emotional. Yeah. Excuse me. But um, no, really, like, watching his ca- his fellow castmates just pay tribute to him was really beautiful. It was, and, yeah. Um, it was, and it, it, um, it just, it really, with him, it's just, you know, like you said, just, it, it's very clear that he was struggling for a long time, yeah. and it just really, um, brings out the fact that it's not like there's so much stigma with mental illness mm-hmm. and the way that people handle things and um it just kind of shows that this man had so much love in his heart mm-hmm. that he struggled after losing his son and certain things just can't um like it's very hard to handle and yeah. it's um I love the fact that they brought they're bringing all this to light and that we got to kind of live with him for a moment because they showed so much of his life in this memorial. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So just another shout out to Christoph St. John and another, you know, dedication to him. It has been a hard couple of weeks. Absolutely. Um and but now I think it's time for us to, you know, we'll move on and talk about our <laughs> topics on that somber on a note. note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk about Adam. (laughs) Can't believe he's alive. Yeah, so the last couple of years that I've been hosting the show here, Uh it's I've thought he was alive, and we've had so many fans saying he's got to be alive. The explosion, it was just too obvious. Unless you see a dead body on a soap opera. No, and even if you do. You gotta bet money on the fact that they're gonna bring him back somehow, yeah. Even if you do, though, I feel like (laughs) they figure out a way to bring Yeah, there's always a workaround, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, I'm still thinking of, not to get, like, sidetracked here, but I'm still thinking of ways that Michelle Morgan can come back as Hillary, but we'll get there in a little bit with um, Elena and Devon. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, with Adam... can I tell you what my theory is? Sure. And this is kind of prediction territory, but okay. I want to say it now as we talk about this. Uh-huh. I feel like Adam doesn't have so like the you know so the big thing is anyone who's catching up now, um, the big thing is that Adam has lost his memories, or so we've been told, and so Victor is in Las Vegas to catch up to basically touch base with a therapist that specializes in memory retrieval. 
I'm not buying that. I think Adam remembers everything. I think the reason why he's not um, coming forward and he's acting like he doesn't remember yeah. Victor is because he wants to say goodbye to Genoa City. And I feel like he would have just lived out his life like that, but Victor's found him. Or he has some other kind of evil plan in his back pocket. Knowing yeah. Adam and knowing how manipulative he can be, yeah. you never know. And poor Ray getting dragged into this. Ugh. So, like, Sharon and Ray, like, this whole week we've seen them. They're doing really well. They, you know, they seem like they're able to grow their relationship. And now poor Sharon, of all people, poor Sharon has to go and potentially talk to Adam. And I'm scared for her. I am too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am too, especially any, again, this is going to prediction territory, but considering the fact that she's dealt with mental illness in the past, yeah. I almost feel like it's going to trigger something in her. Yeah, and I agree with you. And it might ignite again. Yeah. And that Adam, of all people, is going to be the man who would be able to be the mastermind behind that. Yeah. So he would, I just, I don't trust it. But then again, I feel like every Adam that comes in, like every, I should say every new actor that comes in as Adam, always kind of, like there's always a different, like I know it's supposed to be the same character. Yeah. But it always feels different. Yeah. So I don't know yet. I don't know what the dynamic's going to be. Right. They cut it so that we don't know. I like, know. but, ugh, yeah, I just, I don't know what the dynamic's going to be. Um, I'm already sensing that even though, I'm sensing from Sharon that she's already remembering the love she had for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, did you really think they're going to let the Ray and Sharon no. healthy relationship oh. continue? No, I of mean, course not. No way. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling like that's where this is headed is that now, like, we've got the baby mama drama with Mia, mm-hmm. which could potentially kind of pose a threat to Sharon and Ray, maybe. If it ends up being his child. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Um, but then we've also got the Adam drama, and uh, Sharon was so torn. I knew she was going to do it, though. Oh, Agreed. yeah. yeah. There's, she, Adam has a special place in her heart. Yeah. And she explained it's because he really helped her get out of that dark place. Yeah. So, And I love that she did tell Ray, and that Ray was being supportive, but he's Ray's like the even-keel relationship, and I feel like a part of Sharon is still drawn to that wild passion. Mm. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. So we had, yeah, it was pretty much everything happening with them this week was just um, Victor, first we had Victor trying to convince Sharon to do it, and then Sharon deciding she was going to. Who do you think, who do you think that woman was in the apartment when Sharon first went to see Adam? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know, but I'm assuming some kind of accomplice Yeah, with Adam. Yeah, and she was really vague. Like, Sharon was trying to ask her who she was, and, and she, she didn't get anything out of her. Yeah. And, like, it didn't seem... At first, I would have assumed girlfriend or, like, you know, partner of some yeah. sort. But then the way the woman was talking, it didn't seem that way, and it seemed like she was very cut off from Adam. Another thing is, she didn't question why Sharon was there. Yeah. So she, she knew. It's yeah. almost as if she knew yeah. why she was there. And then my other question was, like, with Adam, so now... Like, he's, you know, he's this guy. He's this big poker player. This, to me, doesn't sound... Like, I'm not even sure... Like someone who is not right in their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing poker, you have to be on top of your game to know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, so I just... Yeah, I don't think that he... I think he remembers everything. He probably wants to meet with um, Sharon alone so that he can actually tell her the full truth Mm -hmm. and somehow blackmail her into not admitting that he knows her. Right. Yeah. 
So, otherwise, why would he have said, I'll meet you alone, unless he does kind of recognize her when he was kind of stalking the, you know, the area when she went to meet him the first time? Mm -hmm. Maybe he does recognize her. Um, But it's also telling, too, because when Sharon went to the apartment and she saw the pictures and the only one he kept was Christian. Ooh. Yeah. He remembers. Yeah. He remembers. I don't believe that he doesn't remember. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Um, And... I'm, yeah, I'm curious to how he escaped that building situation. I know. Hopefully we'll get the story behind that, right? Hopefully, yeah. And I'm hoping we get it next week and that we actually see him. I'm assuming, I mean, they wouldn't just leave us at a cliffhanger and then not show, and then up, not, show him to us on Monday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we saw previews with Sharon talking to Nick about it. So I'm assuming by that point she'd already seen him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I do find it interesting, too, the way that they handled this. Like, every time there's an actor change... Um, they they have a very skillful way of writing it in so that we know it's that person. And Sharon, like, saying, oh, it's his voice. It's definitely him. And then when she sees him, oh, it's you, you can just yeah. see, yeah, you know, okay, this is Adam. It doesn't matter who's playing him. She Sharon has established for us that this is Adam. Uh-huh. He's here. Yeah. 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 And I just want to bring up, too, did you hear that Chelsea's coming back? You're kidding. Yeah, she's a pair. The rumor is she's coming back. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and it can't be a coincidence no. that she's coming back at the same time that Adam is of returning. Course. Yeah. They have a storyline yeah. for her, yeah. so, including Adam. Yeah. So, before we move on to our next topic, I guess just to kind of like wrap this up. How do you think um, this is going to affect everybody with Adam coming back? And it's a, it's such a huge this is such a huge character to return. I know. Yeah. Um, well, it's definitely going to break up Ray and Sharon yeah. for sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see the dynamic between Nick and Adam again because yeah. that was always tumultuous. Yeah. Um, Victor and Adam too. Victor and Adam. <laughs> Victor, Victor has such a soft spot for for Adam in his yeah. heart. So like he loves him so much but he ends up, I feel like Adam is one of the only people that Victor always gets manipulated by. Yeah. So yeah. that's definitely going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that Victor is going through, going these lengths to right. get back to Adam says, uh, speaks volumes. Right, yeah. jumping through hoops. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. So, all right, um, before we get to the chat and before we get to our next topic, we just wanted to say a big thank you to all of our fans for watching the show. That's right. We do want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Um, But for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us in doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying all of the shows that we have on the, on the network. Awesome. Great. Well, and on that note, speaking of talking, I'm going to check in with the chat. I'm kind of smirking here because as I'm scrolling through picking comments, um, you and I were talking about age earlier, and somebody was like, Rachel, you don't look like you're 30. Oh, here we go. Alan McLaren, Rachel, you look younger than 31. <laughs> and Hubby Joe, Rachel. What about me? Do I look 31? Are you telling me I look old? <laughs> Thanks. Which is <laughs> funny because like, yeah, that's like the third person this week. I went to the airport, and this is just as a side story here. Went to the airport. The dude picked my, like, looked at my license, and he was like, 
you're not 31? Thank you for making me feel like a child. Aww, you do look better than 31. You do. So, on that laugh, on that note, I should say, um, we have a lot of people talking about um, Melanie Moffat, Adam need to be 10 years older at least, mm-hmm. Kimmy Sylvester, hi Rachel and Farah. Todd Beaton, hi, new host. Uh, we've got a lot of people saying hello to you, Aww, so welcome. Thank you for welcoming me, everyone. Um, Michelle P., oh, finally see you live, but I'm a couple days behind, so we'll watch later. Keep doing what you do so well, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, oh, Alan McLaurin, a comment about Paul Williams being in, in, uh, integrated into YNR more. Um, I'm just scrolling down. I'm sorry if I don't get to all your comments, but if I don't, definitely leave a comment um, on um, the video, and I will read it next week. Um, Todd Beaton, Victoria um, is older than Nick, then Adam is the youngest. Well, then Abby's the youngest of them. Okay. Um, Scott Holston, I've been watching for the last month there, and I'm trying to get back into YNR. Um, Aaron Brody, I've been loving the show ever since I heard Adam was coming back. And <laughs> they're talking about Ellen McLaurin. If anything, Adam is supposed to be mid to late 20s, so his look is actually a- accurate. Mm. Okay, well, then I guess that makes sense. Um, so then Scott Holston says, he's cute, Aaron, but he should have been Noah, maybe. <laughs> um, and let's see what else we have here. Scott Holston, Victor asking Sharon to reach out to Adam was a good move, even though Adam had nothing to do with Sharon before he left. She still loves him. Yeah, and Sharon was kind of confused about that, too. Yeah. Um, Scott Holston, Chelsea is going to look kind of old next to new Adam, also, to be honest. Um, Aaron Brody is confirming, yes, Chelsea's coming back. Um, Dulaman, the whole Sharon is the only one that can save him, is kind of forced. I kind of agree with that. Like, if anything, it would be Chelsea, but then again, they don't know where she is. Yeah. Um, but uh, I feel, I always feel like Chelsea had the stronger relationship, but I, I mean, I guess I see what Victor's saying yeah. too with Sharon. Um, okay, a couple more comments and we'll move on here. Aaron Brody, Adam, um, hasn't been with Sharon in like 10 years, so why is she the one to talk to him? Melody Moffat, Victoria is going to break again. She can't handle, handle Adam and Victor's relationship. And then Aaron says, Adam is alive and well and everyone is so against it. No one cares that he's alive but Victor. Um, and he also says, Sharon near forgot about Ray as soon as she saw Adam. I can tell that too. <laughs> Like, you can tell that's what they're setting up. Uh, yeah. That's horrible. And it could be because, like, okay, yeah, like, they, uh, Sharon hasn't been with Adam in, like, ten years, but it could be because she thought he died, and maybe the idea of finding out that your ex has died, mm-hmm. and then suddenly knowing he's alive, there must have been, like, a lot of grief, a lot of oh, grieving yeah. that Sharon went through to find right. out that anyone that, who, who she had once loved that much is gone, and now they're back. So maybe in her mind it's like, okay, well, I could say the things to him that I didn't get to say Mm -hmm. so who knows that could be what's going through her mind but on uh let's kind of switch topics here and let's get um we were talking about ray a little bit let's kind of dive into everything that's happening with him and the rest of the rosales family yes yeah so uh there was a lot this week i'm i'm thinking like right off the top of my head um how about we talk about Mia and Arturo sleeping together again? Yeah, and, and I mean, they're like, they like solidified, solidified their relationship almost, right? Yeah, and Mia even said, hey, like, we could make this, you know, legitimate if legitimate, you want and yeah. just come out about it. 
Um, but then Arturo is still kind of trying to get Abby back, but he's sleeping with Mia. Two timer. What do you what do you think Mia's like real motivation here is? Do you think she really wants to be with Arturo or is she just like, oh, I can't have rice, I'm gonna go with the other guy now? Yeah. I think she's trying to get under Ray's skin. Yeah. And the best way to do that is to continue sleeping with Arturo until that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see whose baby this finally is. Yeah. I think there was a pre- preview that said that they were going to do, do the some test. testing. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, though I thought I had read that you can't actually do a paternity test until the baby's born and that they do, like, I remember when this, like, was coming out, like, I, um, I, I kind of did a little bit of research on this and they do have a test you can take, but it, it is very, like, invasive. In, yeah. And, like, it might actually cause a miscarriage and it's very expensive Mm -hmm. and um so yeah like it's not really recommended so usually in these kind of cases people just wait (laughs) yeah i would i would never risk the livelihood of my child for a dna test hopefully i would never need one yeah (laughs) hopefully hopefully Uh. it's (laughs) in the world of soap (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just think it's kind of, uh, otherwise I think they would have done this before, or like Ray would have demanded it, but maybe it's just gotten to a point where Ray's like, I just need to know, yeah. <laughs> let's get this done, um, and we don't know yet what, like, because we saw Paul interrogating Mia, and yeah. we know that Mia was trying to flee, and that she admitted to everything. Which I couldn't believe, why do you think she just, like, admitted to everything the only thing i can think is that she thought that by admitting that it was an accident and coming clean that she wouldn't be held accountable Mm. for her actions otherwise it or either that or like maybe the pressure and she just spoke because as we can see with mia she does a lot of things out of like just her emotional knee jerk reaction yeah she's impulsive yeah yeah, but I mean, come on, lady. You yeah. you pushed a woman into the pool and she hit her head and and you just yeah. And Mia had to have known that it wasn't just pushing somebody and leaving. She probably Ugh. looked back. Yeah. She frustrates me. That character frustrates me so much. Well, and like remember too when Mia, she thought she had pushed Abby and so mm-hmm. she went and she googled it thinking that Abby was going to be hurt. So oh, she knew. So she knew that it, it would have caused some kind of She knew. Like she knew trauma. it was yeah. I think she watched the I think she actually watched her hit her head too. Oh my god. But because of the fact that she was she probably didn't know it was Lola. I don't think she actually would have hurt Lola. But no. I think she like actually thought that she was going to put Abby into a coma or like yeah. do something crazy to her that would be, you know, harmful. Um not more than just, here's a shove. Yeah, yeah, You don't just shove somebody no. and then walk. Like, I mean, not that I've been in that situation. <laughs> Maybe I've done it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> and the truth comes out. <laughs> Where's Paul? Where's Paul now? I think we should probably get going. <laughs> then again, Paul always misses the obvious, so. I know. Yeah, but that, I'm surprised, though. That's what makes me, like, he finally got to the bottom of something with Mia. Yeah. Yeah, usually he doesn't get it. <laughs> right in the brink of time. Yeah. Because she was about to leave with her suitcase. Yeah. And then right after she had that dream, too. Yes. Um, yeah. The irony that she had that dream and then he... And was rushing because of it. And Yeah. And then she was outside her door. Yeah. So, 
and now I guess the issue is it could have just been as simple as, okay, we're going to take Mia and arrest her because she just admitted something. Yeah. But it's not that simple anymore because some of, you know, the Rosaleses don't want her in jail, so they're not... Pressing charges. Yeah. yeah. And so they've all kind of come up with this, like, you know, corroborated story mm-hmm. and... Uh, except for Abby. Abby said, oh, if they ask me, <laughs> I'm telling them the truth. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have her side and then Mia's yeah. weird side. But didn't Lola and- ask her not to? Hey, everybody. Before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. She did, but, like, I, if for whatever reason, which it sounds like Paul's onto this, Paul's probably going to go to Abby now, mm. and then Abby said, well, I'm going to tell him the truth. So mm. it's going to, like, it almost feels like it's going to go right back to where it was with um, the murder situation. Oh, yeah. Where, with JT, where everyone was telling a lie, and then, right. like, I feel like they went from one, like, oh, we need to cover this up, like to another. Like a small issue. To yeah. Me, yeah. And except for now, Ray, who was investigating, is now part of the cover-up. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Ray has come full circle. Literally. This, yeah. Organizing lies and yeah. Now he, he's a part of the crime. Yeah. Yeah. If Ray of the past can only see Ray of the future. Tell me about it. So, so we ended, we ended with, uh, with Mia and the contractions, right? Or, or yeah. we don't know if it's a contractions or miscarriage or what. Yeah. We don't know what it is. Um, I would assume it's, it could just be, cause she had something like this happen before. Right. And it wasn't anything. It was just like normal. Like, I think she was under duress mm-hmm. because she was in an argument and they had to rush her to the hospital, I think with Abby. And when they got there, that was like when she wasn't sure if she was actually pregnant because mm-hmm. she was lying about it. Mm-hmm. And she ended up being pregnant. Yeah. You know, surprise, surprise. But I feel like it's just going to be the same thing and that she's going to be okay. But we were led to believe it's something huge. Yeah. And that's where we're going to end. And that maybe, like, Paul is going to go easy on her. But that doesn't sound like Paul. I don't Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know if she's going to be taken from the hospital to jail immediately. But I'm assuming since the preview was the DNA test that that the baby survives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. like it, yeah. Um, okay, so um, the only other thing with that whole situation that we really didn't get into was we could kind of touch on Lola and Kyle and Summer a little mm-hmm. um, just to kind of have a little update there. Summer's annoying me. At this point. (laughs) She's a desperate young lady. Yeah. Yeah. She's just... is. It's bad enough. I actually kind of felt sorry for her when Kyle said that he would stay married to her for a year. Of course. And then broke it within a month. And so, yeah, I do feel a little bad for her. Now, like, I don't know if she's... I don't know if... She feels like definitely Phyllis's daughter. Um, I don't know if she's plotting revenge... And that's why we're seeing all the smirks? Or if she's still stupid enough to try and, like, get back with Kyle somehow? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think she definitely has that conniving side of her. Being that she is Phyllis's daughter and she grew up, you know, witnessing all of Phyllis's shenanigans. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I think her heart is still invested in Kyle. And she wants to see how she can 
maybe reeling back in. Yeah. If her heart really isn't, like, I still feel like she only wants what she can't have. Mm. And so, because same thing with Billy. Like, just the way that she was with him and then, you know... That was it. Was really just because he didn't yeah. want her. Because Kyle was really Kyle into her. was all about her. Yeah, and then yeah. she was like, nope. Yeah, and then suddenly, as soon as Kyle doesn't want her anymore, and he's got a new girlfriend, she's all about him. And like, I get it that she's been on Kyle and like hasn't let him go for a long time. But at this point, she's got to be dumb to like keep going with this and still trying to get him back, taking you know selfies with him, and it just. Uh, it annoys me. YNR just loves cultivating these really unhealthy relationships. Yeah. 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 And now we have with Phyllis, too, kind of like, you know, a side topic here. Phyllis, um, <laughs> how do you like what Phyllis was doing speaking into her um, account using the same password that Summer didn't even change? Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't use your daughter as a pawn to... Yeah. Get something that you want. Yeah, because now if Phil, if um, Summer does decide to stay with Jabot, then... It could jeopardize her relationship with Jack. Yeah. It's, it's really doing well right now. Yeah, exactly. So. But that being said, Summer should have changed her password. <laughs> <laughs> True. But yeah, it's still like... I love how Phyllis was like, oh, I hacked into your comp- into your account. No, Phyllis, that's not really quite hacking when you know the password or you guess it. <laughs> not exactly. Like, she's making her sound, herself sound like such, like, an awesome hacker. Like an engineer, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, Phyllis. Don't go there. <laughs> you just have the password. Honey. Yeah, yeah. You guessed. You're a good guesser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess we'll have to see what's going to happen with them. Mm-hmm. Um, did you... Um, we saw a little bit with the new people they brought into Genoa City with Summer and Kyle, um, the social media influencers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nazanin Mandy. Yeah. Who happens to be Persian also, by the way. That's which I awesome. thought was, was awesome because I'm Persian and it was great to see a little bit more di- diversification on the show. Yeah. Um, good for her. Hi, Nazanin. If you want to come on the show, we'd love to yeah. have you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, Um, yeah. that was pretty cool. I thought it was interesting, too, because for a long time we've gotten feedback that – I've just read feedback, seen it in the chat, of people saying that YNR has a lot of people – they're not, like, representing, like, younger people anymore. Like, it's a lot of, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. Not that those people are not young, and I'm sorry if it came off that way, but, like – I'm thinking like millennial age, mm. and there, you know, we have Summer and Kyle now, and, and Mariah, but and Tessa, um, but I feel like we still needed more, and a lot of people were saying that too. So it's kind of nice to have two new, like, fresh faces on the show, yeah, who kind of more represent like everything that's going on, and yeah. you know, with uh, with the millennial generation, yeah, of course, and, and like especially with so- social, social media, media. yeah, because like Jack obviously doesn't understand that. That's why he's having Summer totally. and Kyle handle it, yeah, and these business are supposed to be su- such successful businesses and yeah. to not incorporate social media marketing yeah. in no way all these years, it doesn't yeah. make sense. So I'm glad they incorporated that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're, I feel like they're actually, they're like accurately portraying it too in oh, the yeah. way that it works. So mm-hmm. it just, um, like, I felt like it was very, um, like Jabot was starting to feel like a kind of a stodgy company mm-hmm. with the fact that it was not doing anything with social media yeah. and it wasn't incorporating, you know, like a younger generation. And so now it's like, okay, well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, 
what Phyllis is up to. She, I feel like with Phyllis, though, she's always ahead of the game. And so she kind of, like, not so much with the social media stuff, but, like, with certain things, I feel like even though she might not be part of that generation, I feel like she's still on top of it and kind of understands it. And so she might be one step ahead of whatever Jack's doing. And um, I... That whole situation with her and how she got kicked out. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel bad, but at the same time, I don't think she should have been CEO of a family company. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted Jack there. I'm glad that he. Got I wanted back Jack there, there yeah. too. Yeah, I still feel bad though because she got all the blame. And <laughs> but um, I'm curious how they're going to kind of switch actresses too. Ooh, I know because the original Phyllis is coming yeah, back. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. I love her. They almost like a couple weeks ago when Phyllis was looking into the mirror and said there are going to be some changes around here. And like after she threw the item at the mirror and it broke and she was looking at a piece, it almost made it seem like when she made that comment they were gonna what she meant by there's gonna be some changes is she was gonna go get plastic surgery so that she would look like somebody else like i almost got it like got that vibe from it look like and the original character yeah yeah um so i'm not sure if they're gonna go like that about would be it. weird that would be weird yeah. but or if they're just gonna um when michelle stafford i think her name is yeah. walks back in um, if they just say, you know, Phyllis will now be played by, and it's like Jack's voiceover or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I'm really curious. Um, I know she still has a little bit left um, in terms of what they're airing. Um, I think that, you know, obviously her, um, or her, her um, like, she's no longer on set. I think that she's done, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, I don't know when the new, the, the new Phyllis will be in town. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> yeah. Um so just to kind of touch base on our last topic here, I figured we could go into everything happening with Elena, Devon, and then Tessa Raya. Sure. Um, so I want to talk about Devon first, is what I'm thinking. And the fact that he had that dream and he dreamt about Hillary mm-hmm. and suddenly woke up and then he was kissing Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really I, – I want – Somehow I want Hillary to come back. Like that's really what I want. <laughs> I mean, I would want her to come back too. I just don't see how they yeah. would bring her back because there was a dead body, and it was an accident. I have a theory. What? My theory, and this is kind of um, my husband who watches the show okay. with me. We both kind of like created this together, so okay. I want to give him credit. So I'm not like just stealing this. Um, that she had basically was working for like the FBI or some agency. And they needed her to go undercover, and everyone had to think she was dead. So when she was dying, um, they gave her some kind of, like, drug that would make it look like her body had died. Mm. But then the reality was she wasn't. And so so I, I feel like, okay, so, like, if Hubby Joe and I created this, this there's something else that could probably be it's out there. Feasible. Yeah, there is something that they could do to bring her back. And I just, um, yeah, ugh. I know, like, I, I think Elena's nice, though. I think she's a good person to him, but um, she's also kind of weird about the fact that she doesn't want to talk. Not that it's weird. I don't want to say that. Um, she's very she's closed stand- off. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's a lot I feel like we don't know about her. Mm-hmm. And when Brittany Sarpy was on the show, she hinted that there's things about her we don't know. Mm. Yeah. Like, she could be, like, a villain somehow. Yeah. Like, there could be something, Ooh. like like, baggage that's there. Yeah, or like something really bad that we. <laughs> well, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if the hint was the hint could have been that something with her mom and how oh, she feels with and her. how her mom died. Yeah, that could be the hint because she blames herself for her mother dying. Yeah, and, 
And um, she, the uncle keeps saying, like, why are you blaming yourself? Yeah, yeah. Jet was, because the way that Jet told the story to Devon, it was like, yeah, she blames herself because she feels like she was working too much and wasn't there for her mom. And the mom apparently, I think her name is Monica, they said, apparently fell and that's how she died. We didn't really get if Monica was sick or what the situation was, just that she fell and died, I think. So we don't know if, it, if the, there's more to the story. Are you sure? I feel like she was sick. She could have been. I could have missed it. But okay. as far as I know, when he told the story, he just said, he said that she fell. She fell and died. Hmm. Yeah. Like fell, hurt herself, and then that was it. But yeah, if anyone in the chat wants to comment on that, um, if they you know caught that at all, that would be good to know. Um, let me check in with the chat here a little bit, and then we can, I think it's time to get to our law moment after that. Sure. Uh Aaron Brody, I don't want to talk about Summer or Kyle or Lola. I skip them. <laughs> uh, Mary, who did Mariah cause pain to? Like it was said in her message. Oh, yeah. So everything with Tessariah. Yeah, we don't know who that text messenger is yet. We don't. And that creepy dude who just sat down. Definitely creepy. He's so, yeah. Yeah. Sat down and left. I'm, ass- I'm assuming yeah. it's him? Yeah. And then speaking of Tessariah, too, everything with Anna and Tessa, right. I feel like Anna's really showing, um, like, she's kind of becoming, um, like, almost like, I don't want to say a power monger, because that doesn't make sense, but, like, I feel like she's trying to exert um, a certain um, level of power mm. when she's in the room with people, because she feels like she has to live up to something for Devon. Impress him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I'm, I don't know, like, uh, so much tension. I didn't expect there to be tension between Anna and Mariah. I didn't either yeah but now i can see it and it's like okay <laughs> yeah because yeah. anna's really trying to change um tessa's yeah. persona and mariah's yeah. not happy with that yeah. so well, understandably so um yeah because mariah like she takes she takes the stance of okay well i love this person for who she is Whereas Anna, like, it isn't even, like, Anna's, Anna's trying to completely rebrand her, though. So that's the thing, is that it's very extreme. It's like, oh, you should cut your hair and dye it red. Yeah. And wear all these, like, you know, clothing that, you know, it's going to, like, be revealing. And it's like, okay, it'd be one thing if Anna was, like, trying to help Tessa kind of rebrand and say, okay, right. well, let's have you wearing things like this. But not, it shouldn't ever be, like, and that's with anything, any business. Like, if you're branding yourself, you shouldn't ever be doing something that just isn't you it should be you even if you are branding yourself a certain way and if you don't feel comfortable with it we don't really know how tessa feels yet i mean she kind of feel, felt seemed weird about it it sounded like she didn't even have a voice yeah like she was just kind of like the man in the middle and yeah yeah, yeah. which was disappointing like yeah. stand up for yourself a little yeah you know exactly. defend yourself yeah because if it's not like i get what Mar- where mariah is coming from but it really should have been tessa it should have been tessa speaking up and saying this is who i am i'm yeah. proud of who i am um yeah and or like okay well i don't agree with those choices but let's talk about this further and figure out what else i can wear it should have been a compromise and more of a negotiation right yeah 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 because like if someone if tessa doesn't want to wear revealing clothes she shouldn't have to brand herself that way yeah and like that's very extreme to cut your hair and if you do if you like it long and it's very extreme to go from like dark black to hey bright red yeah it's just very uh different yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work out. Yeah. No. There's going to be something that happens. And we already saw tension between Anna and Tessa originally. Yeah. Now it's like going in a different direction with Mariah. And yeah. Yeah. Ugh, so. <laughs> um, okay. Let's go ahead and get to our law moment. 
So um, we every week we pick something that is really um, like funny or amusing or maybe kind of odd to us, okay. and then um, and by us I mean that the chat always chimes in too. Okay. This week for me, the funniest moment was when we had Victor, who we had Nikki in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and um, Victor showed up, and they were all in the hotel room. And this is when Nikki's finding out for the first time that Adam's still alive. Uh-huh. Um, she found out from Nick, but now she's like confronting Victor about it. Okay. I laughed when Victor called her sweet love, just like the way he said it. It made me amused. But then I really laughed when Nikki said, how about we start with Adam being alive? And then Victor, like very deadpan, typical Victor, goes, now you know. And it's like, come on, Victor. Classic Victor move. Yeah, like just know. very monotone. It was so funny. No emotion. Like, okay, you know, what's the Let's drop it. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. So did you happen to have a law moment at all this week? Or uh, it's okay if you didn't. But You know, I didn't. But now that I know this is a segment, I will look out for one this week. Week, awesome. For sure. Perfect. And uh, we just have Hubby Joe in the chat in all caps. Now you know. <laughs> Tagline for Restless Rap. <laughs> and uh, Aaron Brody, right, Joe? We have a couple other comments. I'm just going to um, read them and then we can get to our predictions. Sure. Um, okay, let's see. We've got Aaron Brody. Elena, I think, is Jet's daughter, not his niece. I think Jet is Elena's uncle, we had been told. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Anna is the daughter, um, and I think Anna and Elena are cousins. cousins. Yeah. And then, because Jet even said my sister mm-hmm. was, um, you know, and then he said Elena's mother. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the relationship there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aaron says Devon needs a little more storyline, and then he'll pop on screen more. Um Scott Holston says, De- Devon has never been one of my favorites on YNR. Kind of makes me nervous that he's the only Winters left. I know. Damn. Uh, Mary nailed it, Rachel. She is annoying, Rachel. Yes. <laughs> Mia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, no, sorry. We're talking about Summer. Yeah, it's just getting annoying. I mean, Mia's <laughs> annoying too. So, um, and then Aaron says, Aaron Brody, right? Devon is a uh, Chandler too. I'm forgetting because they never talk about it. Scott says, if this is your first album, you have to go with what the record label wants. After you have success, then rebrand yourself. It worked for Pink. Yes, I... Okay, so I agree, Scott. And, like, obviously I am not in the music business, but I'm in the writing business. And, like, the, you know, it's the same kind of concept where you, like, as an author, as in anything in, mm-hmm. in, in media or entertainment, you have to brand yourself a certain way. But they always tell you, like, for marketing classes, mm-hmm. you can't just, like... It has to be part of you. Like, I'm not going to go and, like, you know, do certain things to brand myself that don't feel like it's part of me. You never want something to feel fake. You want to feel like it's coming naturally and genuinely. Um, I think that's the best performers. You you sense that real, like, trueness in their character, right? Yeah. And, like, for all we know, though, Tessa might want to do what Anna's suggesting. So it 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 could turn around and turn into a fight between... Tessa, Tessa and Mariah, because Tessa might be like, oh, well, I do want to dye my hair red, but mm-hmm. she seemed like she was going to give a little bit of pushback, but at the same time, the reason why Tessa wasn't giving pushback was because she felt nervous, and right. Anna makes her nervous, like, clearly oh, yeah. more so than Devon. She's um, intimidating. Yeah, yeah, so I feel like Tessa is not, like, she should stand up, but I feel like she also knows that she made a mistake the first time, she lost her, you know, her contract, 
Um, and she lost her label, I guess. And then suddenly now she's back and she doesn't want to blow it again. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where she's coming from. Maybe she is willing to do things that don't feel right to her because she wants to stick it out and yeah. not lose it. Um, Todd Beaton says, Summer was born after Cassie's death. Mariah should be in her 40s. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> then we also have... Um, they just they age them so so quickly. Yeah, Lily's children <laughs> weren't they born in like two thousand nine, and now they're graduating high school. Lily doesn't even in real life doesn't look like no. she could possibly have teenage children. Yeah, that yeah. again casting. Come yeah, on. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's a great time for us to get into predictions. Okay. Would you like to go first? Oh, you go first. Okay. <laughs> I think, as we were saying earlier about Adam, he is going to try and rope um, Sharon into his... Uh, maybe not rope. Maybe he's just going to tell her the full truth and tell her to leave so that she does not get involved in his mess. Um, with Mia, I think that the baby is going to turn out to be Ray's. I feel Ooh. like that would be the most complicating... The most um, Well, then again, if it ends up being Arturo's, then it ends things between Abby and Arturo, but things are already done between them. So I think it's going to be Ray's, which might just complicate things between Mia and Arturo if they were going to do something. Um, And maybe um, they were going to leave, like, they wanted to go to, you know, they were... Miami. Yeah, they were going to go back. So this is just going to complicate everything for them, Um, and especially the relationship between Ray and um, Sharon. Yeah, Ray and Sharon. Um, I feel like Devon and Elena... Um, are going to keep having issues once he admits that he's dreaming about Hillary and that she's on his mind. I feel like that's what it's going to come down to, is that he still loves Hillary and that um, he can't be in a relationship with Elena. And it's going to really hurt, you know, it's going to really hurt Elena that he's not moved, that he hasn't moved past her yet. Um, and then I guess the last thing to mention is um, with Tessariah, and we kind of got into this a little bit, I see that there has to be problems with them. Oh, yeah. They're like, right now we've gone through too long of a stretch without issues. So I feel like this whole thing with Anna is going to tear them apart. Yeah. I pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, I'll just add in again. I definitely don't think Adam um, has any issues. I think he remembers his past. And I think he's really just trying to manipulate the situation like he always does. Yeah. I think there's definitely going to be issues between Phyllis and Summer and Jabot, and Summer's just going to be mad at Phyllis for um, kind of ruining her great, you know, rapport with Jack. Yeah. Um, As much as I like Kyle and Lola together, um, I see there being a drift between them as well. Yeah. I don't see them staying together. No. Yeah. Again, YNR does not like healthy relationships. No, never. No. Never. Great. Well, <laughs> Farah, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Farah underscore Nas underscore B. Awesome. And I am Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Instagram at, well, let's go with Twitter first. You can find me on Twitter at Rachel Goodman or Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. Um, we also have our Facebook Restless Rap page. If you go over to Facebook, like and follow at Restless Rap. I always post the link to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. It has been amazing. We will see you next Sunday, same time, same place. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.